Welcome to the Families of Character show. I'm your host, Jordan Langdon, and as a wife, mom, and licensed clinical social worker, you get practical parenting stories, research-based parenting solutions, and most of all, support. Lean in and let yourself be inspired and reminded of the gifts you have as a parent. Let's jump right in. Hey, hey, parents, welcome back to the show. One of the most common complaints I hear from parents is that their kids are ungrateful. Ungrateful. They say things to me like, he just doesn't appreciate anything. And she never says thank you. Or they'll even say, it's so embarrassing. My kids are just so incredibly ungrateful. Today's episode is about developing an attitude of gratitude in your kids and, well, yourself too, okay? First of all, what gets in our way of being grateful or expressing thanks in the first place? What is it that keeps us or our kids from recognizing something as good and giving proper thanks for it? Because if we can answer this question, then we know how to work on developing an attitude of gratitude, right? What gets in our way of being grateful is jealousy and comparing our lives to others. And feeling jealous means you're having feelings of insecurity, fear, and concern over either a lack of possessions or safety. Feeling jealous leads to a deficit mindset, which is the grave site for gratitude. When we compare our lives to the lives of others, maybe other parents from your kid's school or to other families from your church or compare ourselves to other executives in the workplace, we will most often judge ourselves as less than. Isn't that correct? We're never thinking we're better than someone else. We're usually thinking, oh, I just don't measure up. We just don't quite have enough. Well, our kids do this too with their friends and cousins and neighbors. And if we are making statements about how we need a bigger house or need the newest car or need to go on more vacations or even need to lose weight in the context of comparing ourselves to someone else, This leads to a script of comparison that is constantly running in our kids' minds too. We've all heard the saying, gratitude turns what we have into enough. If we're constantly comparing ourselves to others and have a keeping up with the Joneses type attitude, we cut off emotional access to gratitude. So check this out. There are pathways in the mind that lead us to appreciate what we have already, to appreciate experiences we enjoy and something someone did for us. Those pathways have doors that close off our ability to access gratitude. And those doors are jealousy, comparison, judgment of ourselves, and judgment of others. Now, What do I mean about judgment of others being one of those doors that close off our ability to access gratitude? Well, when you're judging someone else, 
oh, that person's mean or they're pretty or they have it all figured out. Those common judgments people make, they end up mapping onto yourself too. So it's not possible to judge others and then not judge or compare yourself to them. So we have to watch our thoughts, not only our thoughts about ourselves, but our thoughts about others too. Being grateful or having an attitude of gratitude allows you to be happy for someone else, which is the opposite of jealousy. And this leads to deep and meaningful relationships. If we are unable or our kids are unable to be happy for others, People experience us as having an edge to us or keeping people at arm's length, that guarded nature. And that keeps us from enjoying deep relationships with others. Maybe you have a child who has a hard time losing and they're jealous when someone else wins. They have a difficult time being happy that someone got first place. This is why we need to work on an attitude of gratitude. So is it possible for someone to be too grateful? Maybe you know somebody who's constantly complimenting people or bubbling over about how thankful they are and how awesome the other person is. Something about that never feels quite right. We get a sense that the person's kind of overdoing it. And when you experience someone like this, you likely feel a little annoyed with them. And you know why that is? That's because you're recognizing a vice of gratitude. One of the vices of gratitude is gush. They are gushing over someone. There are two vices of gratitude. The excess going overboard and gushing over people and the lack of gratitude, thanklessness. It is possible to overcompliment or overthink and appreciate others. Teaching our kids how to express gratitude towards others means teaching them to choose their words wisely. A good rule of thumb when expressing thanks is to use I statements. And that might seem odd, but say the words, I appreciate the gift you gave or the favor you did for me. And then follow up by using specific words to explain how their action or gesture positively affected you. When you did that, this is how it affected me. Modeling gratitude for our kids looks like simply thanking the Amazon driver who dropped the package at your door while you guys were outside. Thank you so much, sir. Or Thanking your friend for dropping by spontaneously to ask you to go for a walk. Hey, thanks for dropping by to ask me to go walking with you. I really appreciate that you thought of me today. You see, going above and beyond, gushing over the act or gesture or service creates a false sense of reality for a child. We have to think about this. Because no one is going to gush over them doing their assigned job or even offering to help out a coworker. And that's okay because it's a responsibility and it's doing the right thing. 
constantly gushing over everything your child does creates a dependency on that to do things going forward. Then they start being conditioned to want that overpraising and that gushing over their accomplishment. Most of the time, gushing over someone is actually an unconscious or conscious form of manipulation. Oh my goodness, we do have to look at the reality of this. You see pedophiles gush over children to earn their trust. Men oftentimes gush over women to get sex. Women gush over their husbands on social media to get attention and to brag. Guys, we need to work on striking a healthy balance between not enough and too much. An attitude of gratitude helps people feel more positive emotions, relish good experiences, improve their health, deal with adversity, and build strong relationships. So let's look at some practical ways we can work on being more grateful in day-to-day family life. So first of all, what about simply expressing one thing you appreciate before you take a bite of food? That's a great way to work on that habit of gratitude. We eat several times a day, don't we? If you simply ask your kids to say one thing they're grateful for before they pick up their fork to dive in, you'll notice this become a habit. Someone gave us this idea when our oldest was just three years old. And so we started doing this with him every evening at dinner, and we've done it for 13 years. We still make a statement of gratitude every night at dinner before we take a bite. And we've even added on this statement by saying, God bless the cook. Man, that feels good if you're the cook. And at our house, you know, different nights, different people are pitching in to make meals. So that's a compliment to whomever pitched in to help cook our food that night. And we even started doing this when we go to restaurants before we dig into our fast food when we're pulling out of the drive-thru. It's just contagious, this statement of gratitude. Number two, what about sending a text to three people every morning while you're drinking your coffee? How about sending a text to three people every morning while you're drinking your coffee to tell them something you appreciate about them? Pedro Kulian does this every day of his life. It's a part of his morning routine. Guess what? This man is highly successful, super, super healthy, and full of joy. He has made gratitude part of his morning routine. So he starts off his day with an abundance mindset, not a deficit mindset. Number three, what about when you're stuck in traffic and the kids are in the car? Could you scan your mind and go on the hunt for something positive, something you're grateful for? I don't know about you, but oftentimes I notice myself getting annoyed and agitated in traffic because people aren't moving fast enough or I judge an accident as being something careless and preventable, which is judgmental, like I talked about earlier. But those times when I scan my mind for something I'm grateful for, like the fact that 
Perhaps this accident and being stuck in traffic may be preventing me from actually getting in some worse accident down the road. I begin to lighten up and my mindset changes completely. The way we respond or react to situations when our kids are in our company shapes the way they respond or react to. This is one of the primary reasons it's so important for us to work on our own attitude of gratitude first and foremost. Obviously, the first reason it's so important is because of all of the benefits it has to us. When we're grateful, it fills our cup. When our cup is full, we have what it takes and we have enough to pour into our spouse and our children. Okay, number four, what about picking up kids from school? Instead of the quintessential, how was school? And they answer, good. How about switching it up and saying, hey, what was one good thing about your day today? Or a line my chiropractor uses for each of his patients as they're laying on the table waiting for their adjustment. He says, what's been the best part of your day? Again, asking these questions helps train your kids to go on the hunt for something positive. Okay, number five, what if you spent 15 minutes with your kids helping them write thank you notes to their friends and family members after their birthday? Or help them write a letter thanking grandma for taking them to the mall or to the zoo? Let's agree with this right now. A handwritten note is almost unheard of these days. We get so much junk mail And usually people send a quick text or even an email. But what about a handwritten note? If if you're not getting a handwritten note in the mail, but then all of a sudden you do, that means so much to someone. So there are countless ways we can train our kids to have an attitude of gratitude. Simply start by picking one thing you can implement today. That's exactly what we did 13 years ago, and we've kept it going every day. Let's just face it. No one likes a Debbie Downer or an ungrateful child or an unappreciative friend. Let's raise the bar and help shape our culture in a new way. Let's do everything in our power to develop an attitude of gratitude. Parents, I'm grateful for you. I'm so appreciative of you sharing our podcasts with your friends and family members. And I also appreciate your engagement in our private Facebook group, The Thrive Community by Families of Character, because when you engage and share your struggles in parenting and your wins in parenting, you positively affect our parent community. So thank you. If you want resources and tools that make developing gratitude even easier in your home, visit our shop at familiesofcharacter.com. Remember, gratitude turns what we have into enough. Have an awesome day.